What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome again to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae. Episode 103, baby, 103. Episode 103 is T.O.B. And the place to be is episode 103. What's going on, everybody? Welcome again. Um, How's everybody doing on this grand Sunday? Well, it's Monday for you guys, you know what I'm saying? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all that is listening, if you are listening right now. Um, thank you for listening. If you're new to the podcast, welcome to the, uh, the TOB podcast, the opinionated brother. If you are a returner, if you are, you know, a loyal fan to the heart, I appreciate you all love and blessings to you. Um, yeah, man, I hope everybody's doing great around the world. Uh, we are, we are almost out of October people. Like let that sink in for a minute, right? Like, we're almost out of October and going into November. Like, homecoming season is over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Homecoming season is over. And at this point, it's, it's getting into the holiday season, right? Like, you know, uh, Halloween is coming up. Uh, Halloween is actually this Thursday, I believe. And then um, after that, we go into Christmas music. And I need y'all not to just forget about Thanksgiving. I, I know everybody. I know on November 1st. I know on 11-1. Okay, eleven dash one. I know on eleven one, y'all gonna hit the the. I done seen Christmas lights already, right? I done seen the Christmas lights. I done seen the trees and shit. Listen, y'all not gonna skip my favorite holiday of the holiday season, which is Thanksgiving. Y'all not just gonna skip that. You no, know? just because Thanksgiving just don't have you know the, uh, the 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 lights and shit. You know, Thanksgiving has the the basic you know, decorations, which is great. I think basic decorations, you know, fall colors are great for Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's dope. But y'all not just going to skip over Thanksgiving because y'all going to get full on Thanksgiving. Y'all going to get drunk on Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? I'm headed up all my cousins and be like, hey, let's go smoke a blunt on Thanksgiving. Yeah, like, we know what's going on, but y'all not going to skip Thanksgiving either. You know, but as we know, as we know, though, as soon as Halloween uh, comes to a close, and once October comes to a close, Christmas season is from li- Christmas season is literally from November until damn near January. Because people still be having their trees up, and people still be having their lights up and shit like that. Like I said, I've already seen some apartments with you know and some houses with their lights up and everything. It's getting to that season, and literally here in West Michigan, here in Grand Rapids. Literally, we're about to get snow. Like I now, I told y'all, people that live here in West Michigan, Grand Rapids, even Michigan. Period. I told y'all we were getting snow before or on Halloween, S- specifically for West Michigan and Grand Rapids. That's how it runs, right? I've, I've been a visitor here for seven years. Been going to college here for, for a minute. I think I know how the weather runs now, right? Like. There's a different weather system in Allendale, where Grand Valley is located, for real, the main campus. And then there's a different system for Grand Rapids as a whole. You go to Allendale, you it's colder there than it is coming 30 minutes literally down to Grand Rapids. It's so cold, right? So this weather system, but West Michigan's weather system is just, is just a collective, right? And we're going to get snow soon. We're supposed to get snow Rain or snow or sleet or hail, whatever, right? I think a mixture of everything. We're supposed to get it on on uh, uh, this 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 upcoming week. So all I'm saying is, 
I wasn't ready for it, but just knowing West Michigan, I should have been more prepared for it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm, I, I need to get up out of here. So sick of snow. And here's the thing. West Michigan has that snow where, like I tell you, they don't sit here and put no salt down. They put dirt down. Or they put that cheap-ass salt. Niggas be slipping and falling. Then they don't want to be paying your medical bill. Listen, I ain't got time for all that bullshit. I need somewhere where I don't have to slip and fall. You know, and then... Everywhere in West Michigan is so hilly. Like, they have hills galore. You have to drive up a hill, drive down a hill. And here's the thing. We have winter from, like, the start of November or the ending of October to April, right? Snows, sleets, rains, freezes, right? You know, ice on the ground freezes up. Thick ice on the ground and shit like that. You slip in the fall and your car can't get up the hill. it's going to be crazy. And then what I still don't understand is that they still have not completed all this fucking construction that they just, you know, subsequently just started all of a sudden. I just don't understand y'all. So I just hope that jobs understand, right? All jobs in in West Michigan. And I mean, all of them. I just hope y'all understand the, the, uh, how can I put this? It's going to be very difficult getting to work over the next six months. I'll put it to you like that. And if you don't believe me, I'm just going to say wait for the next two months and then you'll see. Because it's it's already been hell. You understand what I'm saying? Like traffic in Grand Rapids has been hell like a motherfucker. Like niggas, first of all, niggas don't know how to drive. And when I mean niggas, I mean everybody. You feel me? Everybody for real don't know how to drive around you understand what I'm saying? Like they really don't like they be doing fifty in the in the in the fast lane when literally it's supposed to be going seventy. Like I don't get it. You understand what I'm saying? So I can just see now this is going to be a bad winter for Michigan, and I can just see now that it's about to take people so long to get to work, even for the buses. You know what I'm saying? Being still being a student, I take the bus to work. And uh, the bu- or my class is right across the street, but people take the bus to work in class. The buses have always been late. I've, I've already given them the big loser the week before. I've, 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 I've said my concerns about uh, the Rapid and Grand Valley. Like, I don't know who the fuck, what's going on with their communication over there, but they need to get it together. And still, we, we're, out of the, we're almost out of the semester. Come November, it's a wrap. Right? Because we got three weeks in November and then we go on break and then we're coming back and then uh, like two weeks of the semester is left and then we're done. So literally, I'm like, how are y'all going to get these buses together? Because it's about to start snowing like crazy. It's about to start getting real icy and slick on the bus and y'all are late without snow on the ground. (laughs) Y'all are late without snow on the ground. Right? Like y'all need more buses out here flowing. Y'all need more bus drivers out here flying. Y'all need to hire more people. Like, stop being so goddamn lazy. But, hey, nobody listens to me. They don't care about what the fuck I'm saying. I'm just a concerned student. But, hey, I'm also the opinionated brother, so they don't give a fuck. It is what it is. Listen, we have a show for you today. Got some things on tap to talk about. And um, it's, it's been a quiet week, right? It hasn't been a lot of mess going on but there's a lot of things to discuss there's a lot of opinions that i need to give on some certain things tyler perry um again uh jesus king just uh came out kanye's new album um i have to 
Okay, so I don't want to throw shade to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? I don't want to throw shade to them. However, I ha- I just have questions that, <laughs> that I just need. To- and this is probably not even for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This is probably just for probably like the old heads in the in the community. You know how people say like there are people, there are gatekeepers in different realms like the music industry, um, you know, TV and film. There are different gatekeepers, right? In the black in the black community. You know what I'm saying? To either hold us back kind of or like push us forward. You know, even like a little nick or a, like if if Tyler Perry or Oprah say, "Hey, Devonte is 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 a great podcast. You should have him on your podcast. And I start getting floods of you know what I'm saying? Like gatekeeper like shit. However, to these gatekeepers, right, in the music industry, entertainment industry, film industry, all of this, I I I beg the question, why don't we have our own personal hall of fame for anything? And I'll get into that, right? Because that's that, that I've always wanted that. I've always wanted that. Right. And maybe I just need some more answers. I just need some more answers. Um, I'm going to talk about Angela Yee. Uh, she responded to Gucci. Uh, I'll talk about that. I'll actually play her video. Um, our MVP of the week. Let me talk about it real quick. So listen, this is another um, 313 exclusive. You know, this person, um, I don't know her name for, for sure, but I know her business. Uh, but her business is Flavor Drip. Flavor Drip hookah cups right now when i seen this on the gram that i'm always skeptical about pages you know what i'm saying i'm always skeptical skeptical about following somebody's page right especially another business because i want to make sure that you're a business and instagram even though people make it seem like it's so crazy and negative right it has positive ways and even and, and and when you turn your instagram into a business it actually allows you to sit here and be like okay let me make sure this is legit and when it came to her page, her page was very legit, right? And I'm seeing these cups, right? These are big-ass cups with fruit on them, right? Doing full fruit and shit. And I'm like, what the hell is she doing? And then she has the hookah stick. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it's a literal hookah in a cup. And I was, I, and this has probably been done before. Right, this has probably been done before. I'm sitting here probably flabbergasted, but I was amazed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she did this right out of her house. I love homemade shit. You understand what I'm saying? I love when people do shit homemade because I know I know the the cost. Right, the cost is heavy, but you love what you do, right? And you know nobody can do it the way you do it. And the and as I'm looking at it, because I, I observe, y'all know I'm an observer. I love to observe whether it's people watching. People watching in public, people watching in social media public. I love to watch. I love to observe. And as I'm observing her pages, I'm asking questions. I'm sitting here like, yo, how do you get this? Like, so you deliver? She said, yes, we deliver. We we are a hookah company. We we deliver. So they're not an actual um, building. She actually does the hookah cups in her house and then delivers them to you for any type of event, party, wedding, it don't matter, right? And these are huge, these are not because you can go, listen, I don't encourage this, <laughs> but you can literally drive and hookah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not saying don't do this, okay? 
But I'm just saying the level of mobility that she lets you have with a cup of hookah. And then she can do her little yin yang and sprinkle a little yin yang on there for you. You know what I'm saying? Little MJ. Come on now. I was sitting there like, wait a minute. And then she got, it was like grapefruit, pineapple. Uh, and she put the whole fruit on there too. And these not no little ass, you know, these not no little ass fruits. I don't know where the hell she gets these fruits from, but these fruits be Eastern markets. She got to go to the Eastern market. I bet you she goes to the Eastern market. Because the Eastern market is probably the only place where they be having them big ass, gigantic ass fruits. And they be lit, right? So listen, y'all go follow. If you are in Detroit or she needs, listen, you need to come up to Grand Rapids. I need about two of them. <laughs> but if you're in the Detroit area, um, if you're looking for a great, great hookah mobility, right? If you want to stay at home and don't want to sit here. And go to the hookah spot. Because I get it, right? I'm not a big hookah person, for one. I don't like going to the hookah lounge and hookah-ing. I don't even know. Is that how you say it? Like, your hookah? But when I seen her hookah cups, I'm like, she allows you to just hookah in-house. You know what I'm saying? Like, And you can get your own hookah in-house, right? But I think it's a different thing when you actually see the... definitely want to try it when i come back to the city because it, it looks definitely interesting and i, and I kind of want to get my friends together shit we all buy one a piece and just you know have fun because it just looked it, it was just looking dope and i and i love the way um the creativity of it all that's what i love for sure is the creativity and that people really 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 like it you know what i'm saying like she has a she has a she has a core um following she has a following in a group that that people fuck with. So when I get to the city, I'm definitely going to um, check it out. So if you're in the Detroit area and you're looking for some good hookah, check out Flavor Drip Hookah Cubs. You know what I'm saying? Um, and our biggest loser of the week this week, listen, uh, Felicity Hoffman. <laughs> uh, if you don't know Felicity Hoffman, I've talked about her before on the show uh, briefly. She got 14 days in jail um, for or in prison. Uh, or a detention prison. I don't know what kind of prison it was. But she got 14 days in there because um, of the uh, whole college scandal where she paid for, you know, her and some other white lady paid for um, their kids to get into college. Blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. All right. Now, that's not why I'm giving her the biggest loser of the week. The biggest, why I'm giving her the biggest loser of the week is because she sat here and got out after 11 days. Here's the thing, and I'm and maybe I'm not even supposed to be giving her the biggest loser of the week, and maybe I'm supposed to be giving the higher ups, the powers that be, the biggest loser of the week. But even still, like you couldn't do a you couldn't do 14 days. So she's getting so she was supposed to, she's it's 14 days, uh, two hundred fifty thousand dollars that she has to pay, and then two hundred fifty hours of community service. I don't know where she's going to do the community service at. I would like to see her just like my black and brown brothers and sisters when they do a crime or something like that on the sides of the freeway. That's just me. But I already know she's a healthy, rich white woman. That ain't happening. She's going to go to some mental health organization, mental health group, and fake it till she makes it. And she still is going to get money because she's one of the richest white power couples in Hollywood. Um, I just don't like the way 
she just skated with the. You had three more days. You couldn't last three more days. You know what I'm saying? Like eleven days, eleven. Like first of all, it was already bullshit that you was getting fourteen. You understand what I'm saying? Like, but the fact that you got out at eleven, it just makes it all the worse, man. It just makes it just makes it bad. It just makes it so. Whatever, man. She's the biggest loser of the week. Let me know your thoughts on that. Um, and I, and then for the second half of the show, we're bringing back. We're, of course, we're bringing back the APN and talk about the week. Where I need to talk to my women. I need to talk to my ladies, my queens, <sighs> ladies, queens. Good dick does not equivalent to a good man. Okay, let me say that again, and then we're going to get into the show. A good dick or good dick period. Does not equivalate to a good man. Check yourself. Okay? Let's get into the show. Listen. So, um, what I need y'all to do is y'all need to go see Black and Blue. Right? Um, I want to go see it uh, sometime this week. Um, This is a movie that is talking about the blurred lines between uh, African American cop. Being in, and this is just a general synopsis because I, I haven't seen the movie yet, but I, this is a movie that I truly want to go see. And like I said, it's it's a movie that I believe is blurring the lines, tells 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 the story of a cop in, in which it blurs the lines between being a cop and then being black, right? Because um, what a lot of people don't talk about and which is hard for people to talk about because cops and black people is literally... Black people wanting to be cops, and then those black people who are cops, what, what side are you on, right? And ultimately, it's like you're going to have to choose a side, but you don't want to. But socially, kind of, it, it kind of makes you choose a side because blue is to protect and serve, right? Hence, blue lives matter, right? But then you have black, right? You're black, black male or woman. You know the struggles of, 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 of. Of the government and law enforcement, you know how this has been for generations. So, you you to do the right thing, you want to try to change the system, but you only one man or one woman, right? The system is already kind of rigged against you as soon as you even walk up in there. Um, so, I think this movie will open a lot of eyes, um, even some eyes that don't want to be opened. Um, from a black and white perspective because believe it or not there are a lot of black people that don't want to see movies like this because they don't want to believe shit like this you understand what i'm saying and and we don't talk about that enough right we don't talk about the fact that a lot of our black people don't want to see movies or post or clips or videos or even listen to podcasts or listen to videos or listen to anything about things that are happening in our world because they don't want to believe it. They're desensitized to it. They don't want to hear it, right? They don't care. They don't, they don't, and, and those people, that's fine. But at the same time, you still probably going to get the same treatment as me. The one who's probably talking about it more than you. It doesn't matter, right? So I believe that this is a movie that definitely needs to be seen um, by our, you know, black and brown. And I know, and I know we, I know I can't see it in the opening weekend, and I know people want to get it, you know, at least to number one. But I'll definitely see it this week um, and check it out. I believe, you know, AMC has like 
Taco Tuesday or some shit like that. So like movies are like five, six, five, six. definitely go check it out. Um, but yeah, make sure y'all go check out Black and Blue. It's like starring Tyrese Gibson and then the 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 lady from Moonlight. She's in it too. Um, <clears throat> let's talk Angeli, right? So as we know, um, as I as I told y'all before on the After Dark show, um, Angeli, uh, well Charlamagne had an interview with Gucci Mane. And um, Gucci, uh, Gucci and Charlemagne brought up the whole uh, Angela Yee um, <clears throat> trying to get up on his, you know, his dick uh, comment and everything like that. And like I said in the After Dark, um, from the video that was released by both the Breakfast Club and Gucci Man, uh, I just believe like they were both flirting with each other. Right. That was that's my opinion. And if you're both flirting, that's that's just what it is. It's nothing. It's nothing more, nothing less. Right. Um, But she said she responded. And um, if I have the video clip, see if we can find the video clip real quick. Let's see. Let's see. Let's chill. Hey, come on. Let's settle down. Come on now. Oh, uh, I thought I sent it. I thought I sent it on my Instagram. Cause she did respond last year. <laughs> oh, I guess you didn't. Maybe it's on Hollywood Unlocked. Hold on. There we go. Probably it's on Hollywood Unlocked. You know everything on Hollywood Unlocked now. Damn there. Oh well, I can't find it. But she did respond. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go through my Instagram. <laughs> but listen, she did respond, and she was just basically saying like, you know, I listen. It is what it is. Um, she really didn't respond to the Charlemagne being messy, but she just responded in like, I didn't do it. It is what it is. Like, like I'm. Not, I wasn't trying to flirt with him. Blah blah blah. And um, here's my thing. Take all that away. What I want to know is the rumor report, the breakfast club, everybody gets on. They get on everybody, right? They get on everybody. In the moment that this happens, I wanted the breakfast club to get on themselves. That's the most authentic, transparent and honest way to live and to be right. Um, Because at that point, you talk about it publicly. Because Angela Yee said in in the in um in 2006 like i mean 2016 like if you're gonna sit here and bash me publicly to gucci man to gucci if you're gonna sit here uh bash me publicly then apologize to me publicly well in this if if we want to keep the same kind of sentiment in this situation um both charlamagne and gucci brought it up so at that point we need to hear something talked about on the Breakfast Club because I seen each week. And if you look at the the mannerisms, the body language, the vibe in the room, you could tell for like the first two or three days, it wasn't rocking. Like Angela was not trying to trying to see Charlotte. Like she was being a coworker, she was being respectful, she was being cordial, she was being she was being a um radio host, she was doing her job. 
But at the core, I could tell, like, nah, she ain't banging with boy. She's not banging with boy. Because Charlamagne, and then Charlamagne doesn't know how he fucked up. He doesn't know how he fucked up. It's a, it's a level of respect. You understand what I'm saying? It doesn't matter how many times y'all talked about this and everything like that. It's a, it's just kind of a level, level of respect. But that's Charlemagne. He gonna do, he gonna do it for the check. Love Charlemagne, but that's just you just gonna do it for the check. And um, if you are gonna do it for the check, at least like have a little bit of integrity to it. You know, just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like I know you want to bring these people together, but some people don't need to be together. And if you did it, and, and, and the way it was sounded in the interview, it just sounded like you wanted to, it just sounded messy, right? It sounded and it looked messy, but that was for Charlemagne's check because Charlemagne is building his media empire, right? He has his YouTube page. He's growing and shit. Like he, he needs clickbait. And let me tell you, that Gucci interview was clickbait. It got over like 2 million views. That was a great clickbait interview. It's a great click, like it, and, and, and clickbait to the point where the end part, right? Because the Angela Yee shit came at the end. Like the whole interview itself was a great interview, but the whole Angela Yee, Breakfast Club, DJ Envy shit came at the end. And that was the clickbait. That was it. And I mean, hey, it is what it is. And, I mean, you just got to know you're the cool friend, Charlamagne and Amanda. That's it. That's it. Y'all are the cool friends. Just just know. Um, let's talk uh, Tyler getting his bag, man. Tyler Tyler is really getting his bag. So, y'all know he cre- uh, got his 380 million billion acres of um, Tyler Perry Studios uh, sitting in Atlanta just... Just beautiful. I think he, man, he should just make that into a, damn. Is he going to rent that out? He should rent them houses out. And I know it's a studio area. And I know he want, and I, I know he's doing, you know, um, some things for the LGBTQ community, which is dope. Um, trying to uh, get those houses um, as like uh, housing for black LGBTQ um individuals who have been what what did he say like just ostracized from their houses and everything just you know completely just shut out from their families he wanted to bring them onto the studios to have to have somewhere to live right to have a home you understand what i'm saying which is dope because like i keep saying we quick to shut out our own right And and i mean we all growing but we so quick Right, I love you from a distance. If you need me for real, call me. But I'm gonna love you from a distance. You know why? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But at the end of the day, it's not right. I think Tyler is doing something dope. But I think even doper for Tyler is that the Democratic debate for November 20th is going to be at Tyler Perry Studios. What the fuck? Like this nigga got the whole Democratic debate coming to. This man is getting the bag. He said $250, $250 million to create this whole thing. He said, I'll make it up. Which he is. The Democratic debate is coming to Atlanta at the Tyler Perry Studio. Do you, do you even understand how big that is? That is huge. Shout out to Tyler Perry, man. He is getting the bag. The ultimate bag. I just, the ultimate bag. 
Like, that bag is crazy. That bag got to be massive. He said, <laughs> y'all know I'm going to need that bag, right? <laughs> y'all know I'm going to need that bag, right? And I just wonder who's going to be, like, the moderators. Because, you know, you got to you always get the white moderators. So I just wonder who's going to be the moderators. Ooh, Angela, Angela Rye. Angela Rye and uh, it's another black woman. On CNN that I fuck with. It's Angela Ryan, somebody else. But I know Angela Ryan should definitely be a moderator um, on there. Ooh, Mark Lamont Hill will be dope as well uh, as a moderator. To to, I never understood why why no debates. They really didn't have like the you know the two moderators. So you know, because you know how candidates get out of hand. You know what I'm saying. So you need like two people to just calm it down, lock it in, and they say, hey, shut that shit up. Come on back. They couldn't have me as a moderator. I'd be like, hey, shut up. Cut it. Get back to this shit. Let's go. Um, but I believe <laughs> that they, they, should, they should have some more mature black moderators, you know, like Angela Ra um, or uh, and Mark Lamont Hill on there. And I think this would be the perfect platform to do it, especially being at Tyler Perry Studios. And the debate is no more than about three weeks away. Absolutely, absolutely. Go ahead. I think that I think that would be uh, amazing. Um, listen, the NBA season is here. Dun da da da. I'm not a bit. I'm not a big NFL guy. Never have been. Never probably will be. The NBA has always been my thing. Right. I love getting into NBA debates with niggas. I love getting love getting heated and shit. I love seeing my vein pop out because I'm passionate. About basketball. Now, I don't know all, all, all the shits about basketball, but I'm very passionate about it. I love the game, right? Still learning and everything, but I love the game. I love watching 30 for 30s and documentaries. So the thing about it and reading and shit about it. So the thing about it is the NBA season is here. I'm excited. Um, now, in particularly, this is not when I kind of watch the NBA season because it's the beginning and really... As an NBA fan, and most NBA fans will tell you, we don't watch the beginning of the season. Some of some of it, some games, right? Like if it's the Lakers and Clippers, like like it was um, a couple days ago, we'll watch those. But if it's like the Pelicans and Toronto, like it was before the, <laughs> before the Lakers and Clippers game, eh, you know? Because me and my boys, we was we was a uh, was at a was at a bar trying to uh, trying to watch the game, and. Um, I guess the Pelican, you know, the, it, it was a home opener, right? It was the season opener. So you had the Pelicans and Toronto. And then coming after that, you had the Lakers and Clippers, right? So everybody was low-key waiting for the Lakers and Clippers game. No disrespect to Toronto or the Pelicans. No disrespect to y'all boys. Y'all boys did your thing out there. But you could have kept it out of overtime. You know what I'm saying? You could have kept it out of overtime. We did not want to see all of that you know what i'm saying like we we didn't care we was trying to get to the Kawhi and lebron games you know what i'm saying like we didn't listen because the pelicans because i because I, I, I bet you that's a lot of how uh, how a lot of people felt like we was like all right bet we had the bar we like bet we getting our food we get some drinks we got some long islands on the flow we sitting there watching the ending of the pelicans and the toronto game which was a good game by the way, and I think Toronto won, I think. And, uh, you know, 
it went to overtime. And we like, God damn, overtime. <laughs> we're like, we try to watch, we try to watch the Lakers and Clippers game. Because first of all, we live in you know, we live in like the northern east coast, something like, you know, or Midwest basically. Right? So the game for us don't come on till ten thirty. Okay? So over there, it's like seven thirty. Over here, it's ten thirty. It's late. I'm like ten thirty, LeBron. Nobody trying to watch you this fucking early, this fucking late, dog. Who try? No. And then our, our bar closed at twelve, so it was just like, oh fuck, you know. So I would watch the highlights, you know. But um, what I will say is, uh, the Clippers look good. The Lakers look good, honestly. Um, they just got to start relying on a LeBron and AD's combination so much for real for real um i think that's what they're relying on to not only get them to the playoffs but actually win the championship and uh, i get it but they're not going to be the kobe and shaq that y'all want them to be and um lebron is coming into his 17th season and it showed in his first game uh i've always said i'm not the biggest lebron fan but i will always say that he's probably still the best player in the world however he didn't show that uh, in the first game with the Clippers, um, he 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 showed his defense was straight. But the crazy thing is, his defense was better. But the crazy thing is, his killer instinct mentality to me has just completely gone. It's gone. You know what I'm saying? Like you lost by twelve to the Clippers without a Paul George. Not to say Kawhi didn't do his thing because Kawhi is my favorite player now. Sorry, Russell Westbrook. I love you, but you have now taken a backseat to the second second player on my list. You understand what I'm saying? Kawhi has now jumped to that first spot for me. But um, because, LeBron, because LeBron is now going into the 17th season and literally we see kind of like the wear and tear not like the wear and tear but the 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 tightness on his body we see it um the killer instinct for me I've been seeing over the past like three seasons for him has been losing and I think has been losing its its light and its its fire and for me I believe like his his whole I think last year his whole killer instinct just lost right well first of all you didn't even get into the playoffs right and I even said, I thought, the, I, I said last year, like I said, I was like, the, Cl- the Lakers, they first year going to get in. They didn't get in, right? So I'm not saying that was it because I know he ain't listening to my podcast, you feel me? But at the same time, um, I do believe like that killer instinct needs to be out because, bruh, Anthony Davis had like a 25-10 stat, right? With like five assists and like some blocks or some shit. And then LeBron had like 18, 7, and 9 or something like that. Now, for a second-year, first-year rookie, or even a third year, right? Like, that's a that's a stat stuffer. You know what I'm saying? That's a stat stuffer. But for LeBron fucking James, we're looking for you to get us 27, 8, and 8, like you've been doing this whole time. 27, 8, and 8. Now, you can drop down to 24, 7, and 7, and that's fine. 
But the fact that you didn't have a killer instinct in that moment, like y'all lost by 10, you could have got 10 points easy, easy. But that goes to show you, one, how much of the killer instinct of LeBron has toned down, two, how good of a baby brother team the Clippers are because the peskiness of them, Patrick Beverly don't got to get no points for real. But if he stay his ass on LeBron fucking James while Paul George is out, my gosh, that is what happens. Because Patrick Beverly by far has been the best defensive player in the NBA for years. For years. He get people mad at him. They be wanting to fight his ass. But the ref's like, he just playing defense. Defense. He's probably been told his whole life, defense wins game. And he like, bet. His defense has probably been what has kept kept him in the league. His defense is second to nine. He always pesking somebody. So I'm not surprised. And then you have the best two two way player in the game, top three and top three best players in the world on your team too. Oh man, what? Because Kawhi can ball. He can ball. He can sit here and play defense, offense. Run both sides of the court like nobody I have seen in my lifetime. Just in my lifetime. I can't say in my lifetime. In my lifetime. I've only been alive for 25 years. Hopefully I can be alive for some more. (laughs) But, like, that man is just cold as hell. Especially in this era. And I'm saying for this era, because boys back in the day played a lot hard back then. And the way Kawhi plays now... He could ball with a lot of them back in the day because he played hard. A lot of these niggas don't play hard. They play like 2K players. And that and segueing into that, a lot of y'all got to stop playing like your 2K players. Okay? That's why I see the NBA going. A lot of you think this shit is 2K. Oh, I'm going to get like 18, 6, and 6, and I'll be fine. You better stop thinking like a two, like a 2K player. And start thinking like a fucking NBA player. Okay? Like, for real. I was telling my boy Cornell, we, we was getting into it about Zion and his injury. We, I was like, bruh, he getting injured already. He doing all these dunks and shit like that. And he was like, bro, but he got to get it. He got to get it. I'm like, I get that. Get your, get, get your bag. But but trying to get your bag too fucking early and trying to be the next LeBron and bring it to, to New Orleans, you're going to fuck around and fuck yourself up. And I told him, Joel Embiid is the perfect example of that. That nigga came in, that nigga, that nigga was supposed to be the like it. And he fucked around and just tried to do too much too early. And then what happened? Two seasons of injuries later. We finally get Joel Embiid. We finally can sit here and say, man, he's a player we thought he was. (laughs) I'm just saying. I don't want that for Zion because Zion got talent. We give him a, we get, we get to develop him a shot. Now, that's a beast. He got to come down in some weight a little bit, but that, because he already a beast. And I want him to have longevity because these kids coming out nowadays are not having longevity. These players coming in nowadays are not having longevity. They are getting injured. They are getting fragile. You understand what I'm saying? And they are playing like they're 2K players off of 2K. Stop it. This is not it. 
It's not 2K16, 17, 18, 19, nor fucking 20. Stop playing like them. I know it look real. I know they can probably shift shit. I know they can probably do a little bit better than some of y'all, but stop trying to play like them because that's a computerized motherfucking ass game that was digitized in a damn system or your app store and motherfucking put onto your PlayStation or your Xbox to play on a game. You're a real player. Play like one. But yeah, man, y'all go check out the NBA season and everything. It's up and running. Everybody doing their thing. Um, I'll give my picks later on. I'll give my picks later during the, you know what I'm saying. Uh, what else we got on the show? Um, before we before we take a break, listen, no shade, right? And to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And like I said, this is this is no shade to them. But Kashaka Khan and her group Rufus, right? They're supposed to be, they, they got nominated to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I, and I love me some shock. You understand what I'm saying? So it's always a big congratulations when black people win. Here is always my question, though. I think we are in a time, and maybe this is just me. I believe we are in a time to where we can sit here. Black people, your black gatekeepers, I think we can create our own Hall of Fames. Hip hop Hall of Fame, R and B Hall of Fame, like I, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is for white folks. Like I'm, I'm not trying to sit here and denounce anybody that's black in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but literally, it's for black, it's for white folks. Now we know that black folks created damn near every genre of music in American history, post the Native Americans, right? Post slavery and all. Like we know that we had a hand in a lot of shit. And a lot of the musical traits that now we listen to. But we know to also to the extent that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is not for us. I want something for us. Can we get a Hall of Fame for us? Like, can we get an R&B Hall of Fame? Like, it's so many legends out here, icons out here that I feel like don't get they just do. Because I, I know for me, I'm going to create a podcast Hall of Fame. And I'm going to get all the POCs up in there that I have been listening to, been studying and shit like that. And I'm going to have their murals on the wall and everything like that. Because it is ridiculous. We, we sit here and say, we got to give people their flowers while we're here. But nigga, we still not even trying to create Hall of Fames for the people that, that literally paved the way for us. I'm just I'm just saying I'm probably getting a little more I'm probably getting a little bit more passionate than what I need to be, but listen, I'm just saying, like, am I wrong? Do we have just like we have an African American uh, slave museum in Washington, just like we have um uh, museums all over just we have them all over the country. That not only memorializes our heroes, our icons, right? And when I talk about them, I talk about them in a civil rights way, right? We have those. Can we get some that immortalizes our people in entertainment? Because believe it or not, we have legends that have done so much. We have that have paved the way. For even more legends. 
like the whole R&B circuit, the chitless like comedy, like there are no Hall of Fames for people in none of these industries for real, for real. And I don't like it. I don't like it. So, yes, when I hear the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is nominating or nominating Shaka Khan or, you know, um, who would be another one? Like, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, 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 damn, I had him, I had him off the tip of my tongue, too. Or uh, Lenny Kravitz or something like that. Like, when we hear people like that, like, I'm like, dog, do we even? I even be like, do we have a hip hop Hall of Fame? Do we have R&B? Jazz, like what? Yeah. Artistry, period. Like, do we, a comedian hall? Of, like, do do we have it? No, but we love to get recognized. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, I'm done. Okay, I'll be back. I'll be back in a five. I'll be back in five. You feel me? <laughs> I'll be back in five. This is the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devonte. I'll be back in five because maybe I'm just talking too much. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? We are back. We are back with the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae. And listen, we are here back in... Hold up. Hold up, y'all. There we go. All right, we're back. <laughs> My headphones were out of pocket, out of place, getting stuff together. There we go. Getting the sound right. There we go. There we go. All right. All right, we are back with the Opinionated Topic of the Week. And um, before we get into that, I want to uh, send a special... Special, 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 special happy birthday um, to my pops, Mr. Henry Hicks II. Uh, love you, pops. Um, keep watching over me. Um, keep resting in power and everything. Today is his birthday. He would be, what, somewhere in his 50s. Still acting a wild man. <laughs> uh, still uh, rest in peace, pops. I love you. Um, but listen, let's get into this topic. Uh, today we are talking... Women, good dicks, and um, not equivalenting to good men. Um, here's the thing. <clears throat> Truth be told, believe it or not, I have, I have a wide range of friends. Um, a lot of them very female, right? Uh, a lot of them women friends. I, I, I gravitate to women. You know what I'm saying? Now, everybody gravitates to me, but I don't mind. Excuse me. I, I've always had you know, more female friends than men friends, um, or the male friends. Uh, but it's not to say like, and I've always said, it's not to say like, I want to get with you. It's always to say like, I'm that big or little brother that you had or never had, or that extended cousin or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I always keep it in that zone. I never try to sit here. If we establish that it's never going out of there. Now, here's the thing. I've always been that like brother, cousin, friend to tell you the truth, <laughs> right? I've always been that. And, and from, for most of my female friends, they don't want to hear the truth. Even from when it comes from a male friend, when they want advice about a dude they're fucking with or a dude they like or something about nothing, it, everything, Right. And for me, I, I always try to give true, real, authentic, honest advice. And my advice is the advice that you probably don't want to hear, right? Because it's the real advice. And, what, and, 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 and the thing about it is, for me, I always give real advice to myself, right? I always got to check myself. And if I check myself at the door, if I know I can't do it, 
I'm going to just say to myself, I can't do it. I'm going to throw a hissy fit. I'm going to be mad. <laughs> right? I'm going to be mad and shit like that. But if I can't do it, I just can't do it. You understand what I'm saying? So when I tell my women, when I tell my women friends, when I tell my friends who are women, this, you know, giving them advice, they, they listen, quote unquote, right? But ultimately, like I've said before, our generation is very hard-headed. And I always tell them, like, y'all are hard-headed. Y'all have to get hit on the head to understand what the fuck I'm trying to tell you, right? Now, of course, I'm 25. Of course, people are going to sit here and be like, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know my life experiences. So you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And most of the time, I would say about 85, 90% of the time, I'm always right. And I don't even try to sit here and be like, I'm always right. But I'm sitting here saying that to say like, yo, listen a little bit. Try to listen. Right. So in this in this in this in this topic, I want to get to this root of the problem in which women believe that good dick equivalates to good men. I've where this guy. And I know a lot of women, are, it's not even that time. It's not even that time. Because <laughs> I can hear, I can hear a lot of my women associates and friends, it's not even that time. It's not even that Devante. It's not even that. It's not even that dick. You're lying to me and to yourselves. You're lying to me and to yourselves. Okay, so there's always a post, right? I always check my post. I always check. And there are a million women, right, out here, millions, that sit here and be like, I need to focus on me, right? I need to focus on me. I need to do me. I need to sit here and be all about me. And do you know, I am so about you being about you and focusing on you and loving on you and doing for you. You understand what I'm saying? And... I know y'all lie because three days later, you sitting here fucking with somebody. And I'm like, well, how the fuck are you doing you when somebody else is doing you? Help me understand. <laughs> Help me understand. I, I need clarity. Right? So the thing about the, the, the thing about it is, a lot of you believe that good dick equivalent to good men and it doesn't work like that good dick can come from anywhere nowadays come on now right good dick can come from anywhere but particularly if you sitting here telling me that a good man has good dick that's cool because it probably is but most of the time it doesn't work like that right now i'm gonna just sit here and say i'm a different breed period i've already that's, that's just period. But I've seen niggas. You understand what I'm saying? I've seen niggas. Niggas, I've, from, what, from what I've been told from women, niggas have great dick, but don't do shit. And what do you women do? You stay with the niggas because why? They got good dick and then get mad at the man when he don't do shit. But you knew what you got into because my mans 
See, here's, here's the thing. We all make choices, right? We are grown at this point. Like, if you listen to the podcast at this point, you're a grown-up individual, right? And if you are still sitting here saying to me, I need to get rid of him, but I can't get rid of him, what you're ultimately saying is, I need to get this dick with out of my system, but I can't because it's too fucking good. And trust me, it happens to men too when it comes to good pussy. Okay? But here's the thing. Sex is sex. I never understood the concept of people just staying for the dick or the vagina. I could never understand that. For me personally, and this is just for me personally, I'm going to leave. (laughs) If it's not conducive to my spirit, I don't give a damn how good the sex is. And trust me, it's been a couple situations where the sex then bomb the pussy is fire. Okay? It's fire. But I got to go. I got to go for my own sanity. And then when I leave, of course, I'm having withdrawals. Like, shit, I want to text her. Oh, I want some <laughs> Of course, I'm having withdrawals. But I have to stay strong and keep my morals strong. I got to stay strong in my guts. I got to not do nothing. You understand what I'm saying? That's why I think women miss that. They don't have that. They, it's, it's some women that just don't have that strength to say, hey, I will. I, they have the strength to say it. They just don't have the strength to leave, right? Because I also know what good what good dick can do to you. Because I've been in that situation. I've been the good dick. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So when you, I, I know it, right? And I've had these conversations with a lot of my women associates and friends before. Like I've told them, like, good dick will make you stay. But you have to be strong enough as a woman to say, no, I can't stay. I can't stay. You First of all, ladies, there are th- millions of dicks out here. You understand what I'm saying? Just because you found one good one does not mean that's the only one you're going to find. Right? I've, I've, I've been in multitudes of vaginas. I'm just saying. It's th- that doesn't mean, you know what I'm saying? Right? Like, if I was just going to be in one... Right, that's the only one for me, which is fine, right? Because a lot of people do find one person, which is them, perfect for them. But Lowe's, like, you just sitting here thinking, like, this one, especially if he's not being conducive to your spirit. He's not literally being conducive to, he's being toxic. And I I mean this in in the toxic way. If he's not even being, like, good to you, it's not being conducive to your spirit. It's toxic for your spirit. And you still there? You have made the choice to stay. That's why I don't listen to a lot of bullshit that y'all sit here and say. Because at the end of the day, a lot of you, when it comes to these situations and saying, Oh my God, I don't want to leave. I want to do for myself. I need to not I need to not be here with him. And I need to not sit here and keep giving him, uh, you know, my good. I've always said... Women, y'all need to stop giving y'all kingdoms to peasants. There are good niggas out here. Y'all just got to stop sitting here looking in the clubs and shit to find them. You feel what I'm saying? A lot of us are at home chilling. Yeah, because we don't have the time to be out in the club and shit. I got some shit to run. You feel what I'm saying? I got businesses to do. I got bags to get. So I'm sorry I'm not in the club like that. I apologize. Right? 
And that's how some good men are. We don't want to be out. We don't have the time. But at the same time, you need to stop sitting here settling for a good dick, which in your mind thinks equivalates to a good man, which literally it doesn't. Just because he's dicking you down, great, he got power. He got power over you now because you keep coming back like a dumbass. Complaining to your girls. Your girl's sick and tired of hearing your ass. Because they talking about, bitch, you ain't never going to leave them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Why was that so funny, bro? Because that's literally what your friend... That is... I could... Listen... I've been around enough female groups and, and, and women groups to hear that shit. You understand what I'm saying? Because every time somebody say something about, uh, some, something about their man and the uh, her friends know that the nigga ain't shit. He ain't never going to be shit. He never was shit. And you still with him because of the dick. They like, bitch, you ain't not going to leave him. <laughs> we know. That is that like. Even niggas know your friend, your male friends know, and they try to give you play beforehand. I try to listen. I try to get if, if if women come to me with this advice, I try to give you the real before it happens in real life. You understand what I'm saying? Like I try to hurt your feelings before you actually get your feelings hurt, right? And because we are such a hard headed ass generation, we like to sit here and hit our heads on the fucking floor. So, yeah, go ahead, have fun, but make sure this is... I always tell y'all to be freaky, but be safe. Maybe I should just say be freaky, be safe, and then not to be toxic. You need to not have toxic individuals in your life trying to have that in your... You know, like, sex gives energy, right? So if you're going to have somebody plucking and y'all sucking and y'all fucking and shit, y'all should not be sitting here plucking, sucking, and fucking with toxic energy. I'm just saying Y'all grown. Y'all want to do what the fuck y'all want to do. But at the end of the day, do not come complaining to me or your friend talking about, oh, he or she ain't shit. When literally we know that you still been fucking with them because of the good dick, good pussy. And at the end of the day, you still going to be fucking with them because of the good dick and the good pussy. That's it. But if you, if, if, and if you're not going to do nothing about it, stop fucking complaining. You just want to be heard. <laughs> I just, I'm just so tired of him. Are you really? Are you really? And that's, I'll be like, for real, are you really? Because I can't fucking tell. <laughs> and people be looking like me like, ooh, Ty. I'll be like, what you mean? I'm serious. You still with him. You still with her. And you talking to me like, I'm stupid. I'm not dumb. You ain't never stay with. No, I can't. I go off vibes and energy. I don't give a fuck about how good your vagina juice is. I don't give a damn. Like you can have you can have Niagara Falls and I gotta go. It might take me a minute, but, <laughs> but I gotta, but I gotta go. I gotta go because the energy ain't right. You toxic in my life. You're not bringing me happiness. It's 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 not even it's it's not even going great. Even if we just fucking, we just not having. The, the energy is not even right. Like, no. Like, no, no, I'm good. I'm I'm scraped. I'm scraped. I'm scraped. I'm scraped. So, 
women, know who you're bringing into your kingdoms. Stop bringing peasantry into your, stop bringing toxic peasantry into your kingdoms. Okay? Understand who comes in there. And don't be complaining to your friends about, oh, I'm tired of him. When you know you, he's still doing the same shit and you still getting the, getting the same dick. You know what I'm Like, stop it. Stop it. Men too. But particularly, I want to talk to my women. Because I, 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 and this came from a post I seen on Facebook. And it was just like, really? She was like, yeah, you know why. She was talking to one. I, I'm in a group, right? And she was just talking to her friends. It's a mixed group. <clears throat> And she was talking to her friends like, yo, you know, I need to leave this man alone. You know what I'm saying? I know I need to leave this man alone, but, right? You know you need to leave this man alone, but he dicking you down too goddamn good and you need, come on now. So that's not, that's not on anybody else. That's on you. You've made the choice to stay in, in something that you know you should be out of. Oh, but it's so hard. You've made the choice. At that point, you made the choice, right? And I know I'm going to get some people like, Ty, you shouldn't have said, listen, I don't care. You made the choice. You a big girl. You a big boy. You 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 make choices. So either you're going to sit here and stay and be okay with the, with the good dick and bad man, or you're going to be by yourself and relax and get to you. But hey, you know, I'm just the opinionated brother, people. Listen, we are out of here for the day. Um, uh, make sure that you are following us on all platforms, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, uh, CastBox, Overcast. You can listen to us on Spotify, Podbeam, um, and you can listen to us on our website at www.tyronzahicks.com. That is www.tyronzahicks.com, people, all right? Listen, we'll be back for, um, of course, the After Dark show with some more raunchy-ass shit to talk about and uh, maybe have a few guest hosts in the building. We'll see. We'll see. But make sure that y'all check us out on Also Radio as well at 9 p.m. this week. Um, <clears throat> I think we had a little hiccup last week, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, we'll be back stronger than ever. You know what I'm saying? But listen, I love y'all. Keep pressing forward. Keep moving forward. Um and yeah, man, y'all got this. New week, new goals, new everything. Get it, get it right, get it tight, and get them bags right. All right? I love you. Peace. <laughs>